Welcome to the No BS Podcast. It's a Tuesday, our first show, packed show. Um, I'm Bryce. This is Scott. He's our co-host. Yo, yo. And so we got a lot to get to. So starting off, we saw the NFC Championship on Sunday. Great game. Aaron Rodgers had a very, in my mind, passive-aggressive post. I was just going to say that. Post-game interview. And... uh Basically, Aaron says his future in Green Bay is uncertain. So, I mean, I'm looking at – I don't see any way that Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay could be beneficial to either party involved. Let's see. Aaron Rodgers currently plays, in in my opinion, the second weakest division in football, where the second best team is the 8-8 eight eight Chicago Bears that lost six games in a row and somehow made the playoffs. Now, let's say he leaves and goes to the 49ers. Yeah, that'll be good. So you can play Kyler Murray, Jared Goff in that defense, and Russell Wilson a combined six times a year. No, that's not smart. And then the other option would be, I mean, you could go to Indy, Indy, which is, I mean, that's a good option. But at the same time, the AFC is full of great head coaches and quarterbacks right now which Aaron Rodgers and Frank Wright certainly would be. I mean, you got Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. You got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. You got Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski. The list goes on. Like, Scott, do you think this could at all help either party? The only way, the only person I see coming out of this, even having a, like the slightest smile on their face is the Green Bay Packers, and that is because they will actually get to dress their first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, not many teams can say they didn't dress their first-round pick. I mean, that, that's pretty that rare. That has to be the first time in history that that's happened, barring injury. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Aaron, I've always gotten on him for being kind of, I guess, prickly, you could say, and not always addressing the media kindly. I just think – would separate him. And before the NFC Championship games, there were serious GOAT debates going on. There were. Um, Tom Brady has six rings when Aaron Rodgers has one. He has lost four in a row conference championship games. Four. Tom Brady just got to the NFC and in his first year won it with a team that historically is the worst winning percentage ever. That's crazy. Who do you think lost the Packers that game? Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur? Um, I mean, yes, Matt LaFleur, I would have gone for it on fourth and goal, but at the same time, like, even before that, um, twice they drove down the field and then in the red zone inside the 10-yard line, three times in a row, he tried to link up with Devontae Adams, couldn't get it, and they kicked a field goal. And then at the end, they had first and goal, and then they don't convert. Aaron Rodgers could have ran the ball in, too. He was the reason they lost that game. Tom Brady, I thought, played good right in the first half and made a few plays in the second, but he definitely left the door open in the second. I mean, there's no denying that. But It is not going to help the Packers retain Aaron Rodgers if their QB and their head coach can't communicate in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, a conference yeah, championship seriously. playoff game. Yeah, what dynasty have you ever looked back on and said, oh, that head coach and quarterback aren't on the same page? Like, just watch Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They're both in sync 
it's just it's ridiculous in my mind that they would have gone for it. I mean, it would have kicked a field goal. And that Aaron Rodgers says, it's not my call. Like, QB Aaron, and head you, coach is the most important duo in football. In sports, I would say. I mean, what else is it going to be, you know? <laughs> what other sport is there a QB in? Exactly. Q- quarterback is the most important position ever. But um, moving on. The Lakers on um, Monday night, they got a dub against Cleveland. LeBron flexed in the fourth quarter. He had 46, 6, and 8. Anthony Davis continues to struggle to an extent. He had 17, 4, and 10. AD What's your biggest a, takeaway? Lays an egg. What else is new? Well, I mean, yes, they were out-rebounded significantly in the paint. Andre Drummond's pretty good there, but still – Pretty good. I mean, yeah, there's no excuse to be out rebounded, I think, with AD. But um, if you look at the stats, the Lakers didn't play great this game. They just didn't. Um, they shot 31.3% from the three. That's not great. They shot 75% from the free throw line. That's not great. But because of LeBron, they still have a shot late, and they still win it late. That's You're what That's team. what great teams do. You're a team with two MVP candidates, and then it takes a late, a late heroic finish by LeBron to win against an overperforming Cavalier team. That at this point, I can't see making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean the East is weak, but it's not that weak. I don't think so. Not that weak. Yes, and um, apparently a Cavalier executive, as LeBron missed short on a three in the third quarter laughed and LeBron he took that personal we've all seen the MJ memes so he took that personal he uh he then went on to outscore all of Cleveland wow all wow. their whole franchise he outscored in the fourth quarter wow yes so and i think that's that's the type of thing great players need to have you like you all we all watched the last dance what was it all about mj taking it personal mj getting mad at this LeBron Kobe would fun- take it personal. I think LeBron watched the last dance. He did. He said he needed to do his homework there. He he realized he he kind of needs to add that element to his game where he can get pissed off and, and kind of take over when he needs to. Yeah, I don't see that from him most of the time, you but he definitely it showed it Monday night. Yeah. We saw it absolutely. against the Celtics mm-hmm. where that meme came from with him with that angry face. That's a Oh, yeah, we've all seen that. We have. And this is another great aspect of his game that I feel like if he if he tunes this up, then it's huge for the Lakers because th- at this point they're the sleeping giants of the league. If 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 they get punched in the face and they need to wake up and LeBron has this tool in his bag, watch out. Yeah, I mean we all remember the I want to say that was 2018 Warriors or maybe it was 2018 2019 Warriors. They were 500 after the All-Star break, just not looking sharp. And then they get into the playoffs, look out, because they have all these stars. Any one of them can go off any night, and they're going to win the game. If AD is going to do this the entire season, then LeBron needs to, to up his game. I can't, I can't see him upping his game much more. But he needs to, Yeah, it's not his fault. It's definitely not his fault. AD, is, he, he just got his ring. This is the honeymoon tour for him, but he needs to realize that this is we're still playing a season here and and wins matter. 
absolutely. I mean, players, it's all about staying focused. Yes. Even in all sports, I mean. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles. I know this is football, but they won one Super Bowl, and they all – they just laxed off. They've, they haven't won a playoff game since then. Yeah. What Super Bowl winner has not won a playoff game since then, except for you can – I mean, the Peyton Manning-led Broncos, Broncos yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. Peyton retired. That's that's a special – you got most of your team back with the Eagles. Yeah, you did. They just fell And asleep. Carson Wentz is better, yeah. And I think the Lakers need to be careful they don't do that. I really do. The Warriors didn't do that. The Warriors realized at All-Star break, they're like, hey, we need to win games. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it feels like LeBron is the only one with that in his notion in his head because AD sure don't. Yeah, I mean, I used to like Montrez Harrell, but I don't see it from him this year. I mean, they don't have Dwight. They don't have JaVale anymore either, right? No. He's on the cap. No, yep. Yep, they got AD's the lone big man down there who can really rebound the ball, which is why they got out-rebounded, but still. I mean – Gasol's an old man. Yeah, Gasol's just – he's playing horrible. He really is. Okay, but, moving on. No, um, Matthew Stafford so, landing spots. Yes, that's – so, apparently, him and the Lions, it's kind of mutual. They want to part ways? Uh, yes. Okay. So, what are the ones you're looking at here? I think my favorite would be the Colts. They have $64.9 million in cap room. Phil Rivers, he did everything he could. Uh, that was kind of his swan song of a season. I think I think he retires. He retires happy. He, yeah, he already did. Yeah. No, no, I know. I know. Okay. He retires happy. He, <laughs> no, I know. He yeah. retires happy. He he gave everything he could. But now the Colts need to go out and get Phillip Rivers. You mean Matt Stafford? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them getting Phillip Rivers at the hot well, take. Well, maybe they could sign him back, you know. You know, maybe, yeah. Um, maybe he'll come back as a coach. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely think the Colts – the Colts could be a uh, potential suitor, but I like the Bears here too. I mean, they are in their division, so I don't see it happening. But if it was to, I do think it would be successful. 49ers. With that said, yes, 49ers are great. Allen Robinson is a free agent. That's huge. That cannot be Yeah, I feel like said enough. Do they, do they see if they can make it all the way with Trubisky and, and uh, prioritize – getting Allen Robinson back or do they I think they Trubisky and the Bears need to part ways just I think Trubisky should head to New England nobody's better than at developing quarterbacks and Bill Belichick I mean yeah but uh Matt Nagy I don't think he's a bad coach I really don't you look at it they got a winning record since he's been there in his three years because they've been eight and eight twice squeeze out a winning record after Losing six in a row with Mitch Trubisky at the helm, you're still yeah. doing just fine. Yeah, they they tried Nick Foles. It was not working at all. I mean, they got one big win against the Buccaneers, but besides that, they were horrible. Um, but I really do think um, Matt Stafford to the Colts and then 49ers would be the two best. Um, definitely, I think he'd be an upgrade, upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. 
But uh, with that said, I think the Colts are the best. They they are a, a deep threat and a quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. They really are. I'd say if I if I had to if I had to guess, Colts are most likely. Yes, yeah. I mean, you, I watched that Bills game, the wild card game. They dominated the line of scrimmage against the, the Bills. Especially and the Bills aren't soft since, too. Since if if it's a mutual agreement between Stafford and the Lions, he might he's probably gonna have some input, and he's gonna see that the Colts are the clear best situation for him. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's kind of like this reminds me of kind of when Philip Rivers left the Chargers because it's yeah. like you need you're just chasing after talent that can carry you to a Super Bowl, you know, because that's what Stafford wants. He's injury prone. He needs a great defense. The Colts have a good defense. He needs a great O-line because he does not want to get hit. Colts have a great O-line. That's why I think that, along with the other stuff we talked about, it's got to be Colts. It's got to be Colts. Yeah. So, moving on, we saw Tom Brady in his first year win the NFC Championship game. That's crazy to me. I mean, this is what separates him from Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. And Mahomes, you can't compare because he's too young. But from those two guys, that's what makes him the best player of this generation and ever. I mean – you look at it. He's got 33 playoff wins now. Second is Joe Montana with 16. That's that's a ridiculous stat to me. That is. And he has six. He alone has propelled the Patriots to being tied for the most Super Bowls with the 49ers. So now you have to think about, like, we saw Drew Brees looked old. And Ben Roethlisberger, he looked old. Drew Brees looked old. What is Aaron Rodgers' problem? Because he looked great throughout the regular season, and in the playoff game against the Rams, he cut through their defense like it was butter. But the, then all the of a Rams sudden, we're talking about. yeah, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Obviously, Aaron Donald was hurt, but still, I don't care. That defensive defensive line is still solid. Like, why do you think all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers' uh, magic, you could even say, came to a close against the Buccaneers? All I can say is when the QB and the head coach aren't communicating and they're not they're not on the same page, the 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 wheels come off. Yes, and we I saw like that. The the Lafleur, uh, Rogers, the press conference. Obviously, Rogers was a little disgruntled, you could say. Yeah. And I feel like he's seen that Lafleur and him just can't communicate, and and he's realizing that this isn't going to work for him. I mean, but with that said, we look around, him and Mike McCarthy had issues. And now Mike McCarthy's in Dallas. Obviously, it wasn't a great first year. You can't put all the blame on him. But, and if the relationship between LaFleur and Rodgers isn't great, you have to think what's the common denominator, even if he is the most talented QB ever. Definitely. Yes, I mean – Brady comes to the worst team historically win percentage-wise ever, the Buccaneers. And, and all, Yes. Rodgers could not do that. Wilson could not do that. Big Ben couldn't do that. Breeze couldn't do that. That's what makes him the GOAT. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy to me? Every other sport, there's an argument for who's the GOAT. Like, you got LeBron versus Jordan. MJ, he's 6-0 in the finals. LeBron's better in stats. 
But then when it comes to football, I don't even see an argument there. I just and this don't. is without taking it into account this year. Yeah, it is. Let's say let's say he snags uh, the Super Bowl this year. I think Brady is not only the undisputed the undisputed goat of football, but I think he's he's the most undisputed goat out of any sport. Yeah, I would have him there. Yeah, head and shoulders I mean, above everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody. Nobody in their right mind is going to say LeBron James is somehow better than Tom Brady at what he does. Absolutely not. He's not. Okay, so moving I have a on. For you, I have a question. Okay. What you're the you're the Steelers? What are you doing this year? Well, first of all, I think we do need to cut ties with Juju Smith-Schuster. He's going to want money. He actually played in the slot this year. He was. Effective in the red zone, but besides that, not really. I mean, we already got Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson out on the edge. We don't have to pay either of those guys. We need to get a running back in the draft. And our offensive line, it's great at pass protecting. But if you watch the Steelers play, they don't dominate the line of scrimmage like the Packers and the Colts do. The great offensive lines of the league. They are not good at run blocking one bit. Their defense, I mean, it was plagued by injuries this season. It was. Their linebackers both went down. And their secondary was dealing with injuries throughout the year. But for them, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm going to tell Ben to shut up this offseason. I really am. Because you look at the A-B situation. He was talking trash about Antonio Brown. That's your number one wideout. Could you see Allen talking trash about Diggs or Mahomes talking trash about Hill? Absolutely not. Yes. Like, I think Mike Tomlin needs to set a better culture in this locker room. You got Chase Claypool after they get dominated physically by the Browns in Heinz Field. Saying, tough loss, but the Browns are going to get clapped next week, so it's all good. Like, that is a horrible statement and a horrible look from a guy who danced on TikTok all season long. Here's what I'm doing if I'm the Steelers. Tomlin, you need to get a hold of this locker room and a hold of this team, or you're or you're hitting the road. And then come draft time, there's an interesting question. Do you do you build up and try and run it back with Ben, or do you draft a QB? I'm sorry, you cut out there. What did you say? Come draft time, do you build up and try and run it back with Ben? Maybe get a running back? Or do you draft a QB and try and fr- start fresh? Um, okay, that's that's a good question. In my mind, it's about you need to have a serious talk with Ben and say, we want to see a training program from you. We want you to eat better. We want you to do better training with the receivers. Because, I mean, you saw miscommunications all throughout the 100%. year. Yeah. It was amazing. They were 11-0, to be honest. And if I'm the Steelers right now, if Ben, I'm going to have a serious talk with Ben, and if he can't get it together, I'm drafting a QB. I'm having this talk before draft night. There's some really good quarterbacks there. Um, and I think you trade up if Ben is like, well, I'm just going to do my own thing. Like, I'm looking at quarterbacks. You got Mac Jones out of Alabama. And that he's the third QB. And in the top ten, I don't see many uh, – I really don't see many teams that are going to take a QB. We don't know if the Jets are even yeah. going to take a QB. The Cowboys are in the top ten. They're definitely not. 
Broncos might not. Like, who knows? You could get one of the top three at Pretty 15, easy. but the Steelers do Pretty need easy. a trade up, trade up. So, yeah. Um, but it just all depends on what Ben wants to do, in my mind. Maybe not what Ben wants to do, but what he's willing to do and what you can make him do. Because at the end exactly. of the day, he's on yes. your payroll and he needs to do what you want him to do. Yeah, he is. Um, so, we're starting to see who's good and who's not in the NBA. Uh, so, besides, we obviously got the Lakers and Clippers at the 1 and 2. They have nearly identical records. That could go either way right now. But um, besides that, who do you think is the most dangerous team? Dangerous team, team in the West? Mm-hmm. Just in the West. In the West, I'm going Jazz. Yes, they are red hot right now. They're twelve and four. I want to say. Jazz are red, and they have won. They've won eight in a eight row. In a row. Yeah, eight yeah. in a row. So with the, and this is all with, I mean, with Boyan Bogdanovich, a twenty point per game scorer last year, and this is all with him recouping. He's not even a hundred percent yet. Yeah, seriously. Um, then we got the Nuggets, who have also won four in a Nuggets. row. I like them, but. I don't think they're nearly as good as the Jazz right now. It it looks like letting Jeremy Grant walk was the dumbest move of the offseason. Oh, yeah, yes. I mean, absolutely. We'll get to that in a moment. But Jeremy Grant is playing out of his mind right now because he's not – he's the number one guy out there in Detroit. Yes, they are 2-10 or whatever, but still, he's the number one guy. So, to put this in perspective – we have the Spurs, who are currently this um, nine seed. They are nine and eight. The Nuggets are ten and seven. Yeah. So that shows you just how tight the this West conference is. is I mean, right yeah, it is. The Mavericks are starting to fall. They've lost two in a row. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that? I think it it all stems from Luca and what seems like he had a lackluster offseason training wise, even. He looked out of shape. Mark, yeah. I think it was Mark Cuban. He he was making cracks at him. Like he 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 just didn't look ready. That's what he. I think he said something like that, and everyone could see it. Luca looked fat. It it was a short off season, but there's, there's no, no excuse, excuse if you're the MVP front runner to come back looking like that. And at this point, like think about LeBron. Go ahead. Think about LeBron or Steph or. Any great player of this generation, they don't come. They come to the uh, training camp. They're fresher well, than Ron ever. Spends millions of they're recuperated, on his but they, they. You can tell they've been working on their game still. Luca looked out of shape, and he's a, he's a young kid, obviously, and he just needs to figure this out. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. This is going to be our. Way, and I mean way, we're not saying these are going to happen, but are way too early predictions for the awards. Who do you have for MVP right now? Okay, if the season ended today, I'm going Joel Embiid. Really? Wow. The Sixers are sitting atop the Eastern Conference. Joel Embiid is playing out of his mind. He's averaging 28 points per game. And this is all in a season where Ben Simmons is averaging 14. Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons looks 
bad right now. But Joel Joel is getting picking it done, up the slack there. And I'm happy to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously his career has been plagued by injuries. He's such a young kid, but he's just been hurt all the time. When he's on the floor, he's a beast. I mean, they're a great team right now. They are. Definitely. And I love I, – I really, really love that trade they made to, to bring in Seth Curry. He is the guy they needed. He is shooting 60% from three. I want to, I want to say 60% from three. Wow. He's out of his – All mind. right. So, so for MVP, I put Kevin Durant. That's a good – And this is partially because of the drama that yes. we've seen in Brooklyn. Yes. And KD looks very stupid, but you also have to feel bad for this. He left Steph Curry. Steph Curry might be the easiest star to play with as a forward. And so he left him for Kyrie Irving, who isn't showing up, and James Harden, who showed up out of shape. Is he locked in now? Yes, but he was out of shape. There's no looking past that. Now, um, KD, he's having a good year. And ever since... Ever since Harden got there, they've actually been pretty good. And even before that, they were playing good ball. But they're 11-8 and eight right now, which we all know they started off horrible, 500 at best. So that's why it's impressive, I think. Um, but, yeah, I just have Kevin Durant for the leadership he's shown he's been throughout this only, time to get this team back on track. The constant in oh. Brooklyn these days. Exactly. You got Steve Nash. Kyrie obviously doesn't like him. And, like, Spencer Dinwiddie got hurt. They traded Karis LeVert. Like, yeah, he's the innocent, like you said. All right, now how about most improved player? Most improved player, I have Christian Wood. That's a good pick. That is. And I think I have uh, your guy as as my runner-up. Yeah, I have Jeremy Grant for Detroit. Yes. Uh, my only my only thing is. Um, the Rockets are—I forget what record they have right now—but they're 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 solid. And then you you look you look at Detroit and Jeremy Grant's the only guy getting it done out there, and the Pistons have the worst record in the league. Yeah, I mean that's a fair argument, definitely. I mean, uh, I have for. The Rockets are six and nine, so it's not like they're great, but it's not like they're horrible. Um, I have Jeremy Grant because so he averaged twelve points a game in yeah. Denver. Yeah. He looks like a star right now. He's averaging twenty four point five, and it's not just points. He's shooting slightly worse from the field, but his rebounds in Denver they were three point five. They're now six point five. His assists even went up. Wow! Yeah, like he's just playing better all around. I I wanted I I'm patting him on the back and he's doing really really well but all, my only issue is Christian Wood is doing this alongside John Wall, Victor Aldipo for part of this Boogie Cousins, and then then you get um, Jeremy Grant and he's doing it alongside Killian Hayes and <laughs> Derek Blake Rose. Blake Griffin. Uh yeah. I'm, we're not gonna get into Blake, but Blake. <laughs> yeah, he's Blake. averaging like thirteen or something. Yeah. So yeah, he's this not really a. He's, he's a non-factor. <laughs> he is. Absolutely. Well, All right. You, this is an interesting one. Who do you have for coach of the year? Coach of the year right now. I didn't think of this. I mean, 
it sometimes goes to the just coach with the best record, which I've never been a fan of. But I guess I would go – I would probably go uh, – I might go uh, Ty Lu there. Ty Lu, wow. Okay. The clip it, was, was look- it was a toss-up for me. It was, it was between Doc Rivers and Quinn Snyder. Yeah, I was the only uh, case I make for Doc Rivers is that he he got a hold of this this underperforming Sixers team and he fixed it. Mm-hmm. And now they're the best team in the East. Absolutely. Quinn Snyder was my number two on there. But Ty Lu, you just look at the Clippers and the basketball they're playing. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, Leonard look so much more in sync this year. They really do. Doc Rivers couldn't contain them, you're, which your guy, but still. We're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think it's a much better fit for him in Philly, though, definitely. DPOY, who you got? Um, I I'd go Rudy Gobert there. That yep, that's what I had too. And Jazz you know are what? second was, in the West. I was. They're now second, some- by the way. They're second now. I just yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They're second. They're Who's twelve third? and four. Laker Clippers are third and five. Third, wow. thirteen and five. Yeah. Wow. I was looking at some advanced stats, and um, shots affected. AD is slacking. He is. He's fallen off tremendously, and that just goes that that just proves our point more that AD is still asleep on the the parade ride of the. The championship. Yeah, I think he left his game in Miami or Orlando. Seriously. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely go and go bear. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but did Joel, you, know, you can make the case for Joel Embiid, probably. Just going strictly off the numbers, you could make the case for Dwight Howard because he's, he's leading the league in um, a loud field goal percentage. Wow, that'd be interesting, yes. wouldn't it? Just how it would affect his legacy. That'd be cool. That would. That would be. That would be huge. But it's. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> no. Nobody's actually gonna vote for Dwight Howard right now. So. Nope. Yeah. All right. Um. Moving on. So I was thinking about Philip Rivers retiring. Ben Roethlisberger now the only one left from the 2004 draft class. Obviously sad. But. You have to think, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not? This is a really good question. And then you, you the only two ways I could see you looking at it is a ring. And I really hate when people judge it like that. But it's kind of big when you're supposed to be this this legacy, this franchise QB, this, you know, big name. Mm-hmm. If, but yeah. He never even won a ring. Yeah. Um, look at – Look at all these these pretty much Hall of Fame lock QBs that we have today. You know, Rodgers, Brady, Breeze. Um, you could say Wilson. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, Wilson single is. one of them has a ring. Yeah. So, um, apparently, I pulled up the stats. Phillip Rivers is fifth all-time on touchdowns and fifth on I yards. Knew, I knew that, yeah. You're going, wow. But at the same time, it's like you played in one AFC championship game, man. Which, I mean, there's no denying. I think he's a good dude. He's tough. He played in the AFC Championship game with no ACL. 
Like, he's a tough dude. He's a good player and a good leader. And I would – he would not be in my Hall of Fame. But with that said, I would like him to make it. Just because I'm looking at quarterbacks, they're like – like, what about Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan? Like – I'm not putting either one of those dudes. In Stafford my has much better stats than him year by year, but I mean, like he averages more. But uh, he started playing way later, obviously. But uh, Matt Ryan, he almost won a Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl. Philip Rivers was not, so he has that argument over him. But and I'm not putting either of those in the Hall of Fame as of now, so it's kind of hard to put Rivers in. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. So, besides that, what is your prediction for the Super Bowl? Obviously, there's still a few factors we don't know about. Will Antonio Brown play? He's expected to. We don't know. Will Le'Veon Bell play even? We do not know how big of a factor this will be because it's never happened. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Super Bowl on their home field. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. The line is, I want to say... I want to say it's a the line is three. Casey is t- favored by three, which I think is about the right call considering Tampa's at home and all. So, but I I would like I'm not saying the Buccaneers have no shot, but Casey is going to be hard to stop. We saw them absolutely torch Buffalo, who I I loved. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the only thing is. That defensive line for the Buccaneers is no joke. You got Vita Vea, you got Jason Pierre-Paul, you got Shaq Barrett, and their secondary has been stepping up. They had they picked off Rodgers once and picked off Breeze three times. Those are two guys who don't throw picks. They just don't. Like, yeah. Um, and you have Indomitian Sue on the line also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is great at stopping the run. He is. Yeah, that could be a factor. Um but obviously, um, I've heard this a lot from analysts and stuff. This reminds me of the 16-0 and Patriots against the Giants. Their defensive line can kind of control, and their offense will get just enough done. Brady, he's not going to throw three picks against the Chiefs. He's just not. That was an anomaly, I think, in the second half. Yet, but that's just it. I think it's a tough game to pick. What? Yeah, we're like trying to reconnect now.